So we're starting off the Night Hurts podcast this week with the ferocious sounds of Feminazgul. I've not actually listened to their debut, but I gather it's one of your favourite releases recently, Pete. But that is just a statement of intent, isn't it? I mean, the band are known for, for their views and for their politics and where they stand. And they're not sort of shying away on this release either, right? It's a split with a, a band that um, sort of portray themselves to be from the uh, state of Cascadia in America. So really fascinating release um, before you even listen to it, to be honest. Definitely. And you've got, you know, like... The beautiful artwork, the fact that it's on uh, Tridroid Records, which is it's a really good label, and it's going to have UK distribution through our favourites, Dry Cough. So that's that. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. The fact that it's pitting these two bands together, which have this really kind of interesting and philosophical approach, and you know, it, it, there's something about Feminazgul as well. I think they mention it's. I've read it somewhere on on Bandcamp or on their Facebook or something where it says it says something like people of all genders come for the feminist politics, but end up staying for the atmospheric black metal they say it in a much more poetic way than that but i get that you know there's a band that kind of on my radar for for quite a while and i always respected them but i never actually listened them listened to them too much because i I thought it's slightly outside of my realm but then as you say kind of at at some point towards the end of last year suddenly clicked like uh, no dawn for men the album you mentioned suddenly clicked and and to get a start this year, I really got it and and kind of fell in love with it. I, I actually got it on vinyl and that arrived today, which uh, I was really pleased about. So really happy to see them return, you know, especially in this kind of, like I say, this beautiful package, you know, that, that comes in. And, you know, and, and for all, you know, for all these kind of uh, everything that surrounds this band, all these positive kind of, you know, the attitude and, and the politics and everything, you know, if you, if you just separate them, separate out, the music it's you know the quality is then it's it's stunning the fact that they bait people on twitter it's quite funny i mean they get so many comments from the old metal guard and you know people who've got too much time on their hands and they just basically like just shake them off i mean when when you've got this music that kind of overrides anything that anyone's got to say against them uh, it's quite simple really isn't it and yeah this this is just more proof that they're one of the most exciting bands in metal really at the moment so absolutely love this yeah like you say you can get it from trydroid.bandcamp.com or you can get it at dry cough uh, when they get the copies over here so amazing stuff that was a song called wind time wolf time so as ever we've got nine amazing tunes for you that we've found through bandcamp or submissions this week the next one is a completely mysterious release that came out on uh, bandcamp fee free day i think that was uh the, the sort of bit it's been muted that that was the last one but i don't think that's actually true now but um yeah this this just appeared Uh, in my emails uh, i think i got something like 300 400 emails uh, this time following far too many people but this is a band called laustic who have just released one tune from this uh, sort of three tune uh, release that's coming out in june and yeah it's just bizarre isn't it it's kind of i hate to use the word world music but it's got a bit of that going on but it's got a bit of the sort of cerebral kind of sludge kind of sound to it that we're sort of accustomed to hearing from Curse Monk. Yeah, and I like you know I, I like that about Curse Monk, and similarly kind of trepanation as well. You know the labels which you could oversimplify and say kind of they put out sludge and doom records, but the, the, it's much wider ranging than that. And there's you know kind of these uh, noise releases or art, arty releases, and therefore you don't know what you're ever going to get with both of these labels. And, and Curse Monk have um, have thrown another one out here and. You know, the, we were we were talking before. We don't know anything about this band. We can't find anything on the you know even on the Curse Monk site. I can't I can't find a direct Bandcamp link for the band, and presumably that's intentional to keep it kind of uh, to keep that mystique and strangeness. And you know, and it, it's all like it's experimental. It's 
you know, the, the fantastical artwork kind of just adds to that, you know, to that wonder. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's odd bits, you know, there's bits where there's like a conversation going on in Spanish or, or maybe Portuguese. There's like discordant piano accompanying. You never really know where it's going or, or even where you're at with it. And that kind of just adds to it, adds to its appeal, I guess. Yeah, and, and that's why I wanted to play it, really, because it's just a bit of oddness on a label that we might be sort of used to hearing just heavy stuff from. Yeah, this is this is hugely inventive and hugely strange, so ticked a lot of boxes for me. Really enjoyed it. So it looks like they're doing a limited edition uh, compact disc version of this, but you can uh, sort of pick up the digital version as well. We're going to play the only song that they've released so far. It's about seven and a half minutes, and it's called Delos Bosk Alas Quidats, and you can get this at cursedmonk.bandcamp.com.
cuando yo iba de camino a la escuela, a veces pasaba por esos bosques y veíamos como la naturaleza era, o se expresaba de una manera muy natural y había una fauna muy silvestre, lo mismo que una flora. Okay, so a label I think that we can kind of always rely on uh, is Transylvanian Tapes and uh, Pete, you've picked an amazing release that they've just put out um, called Low Flesh. Yeah, I, I'd listened to this and, and sort of absorbed it, but I hadn't realised it was members of uh, Undeath and uh, Tomb Warden. And that kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, 
sludge band from Virginia, they, they call themselves, but I, I'd say this has got more death metal about it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. I'd, I'd not heard of Tomb Warden before. I've made it my business to check them out since. And, you know, this, it's kind of this cool, chunky grind death and I like it. And then obviously on death, I got a kind of, um, I, I was looking at something the other day and it said, of all the albums I'd listened to on my kind of, you know, via my phone when I'm out walking, Undeath's like Legion of a Different Kind was like, it was number one and I played it twice more than the number two in the list. It was kind of, you know, it's one of the best albums of last year by Miles. So, um, and the fact that they have got something sludgy, obviously you get that background, you know, that deathy background. Amazing to see kind of people throwing the hand to, you know, to a different style and, and producing something so, so good, you know. It's as good a kind of grimy sludge sound as you'll hear nowadays. You were saying about Transylvanian tapes. Although I, noticed, I should say as well, I've noticed Transylvanian tapes have started calling themselves Transylvanian recordings now. So we yes. should refer, uh, refer to them as that. You know, they, this came out on Bandcamp Friday. And, you know, you mentioned getting, you know, hundreds of emails out on that day. And, and you know, if you've got the time, that it's a really exciting day. I find it's probably quite sad to say, but, but it is. And, but of all of that, the most the one I look forward to the most is the one from this label, without doubt. You know because they've built up and they put you know five or six releases out on this day because of their ethos or whatever it is. It's always kind of name your prize, so you know you can kind of listen through and then um, give them you know give them what you can. And it, it's it's the one kind of I know I'm going to get something out of. There'll be black, there'll be death, there'll be doom in there, and you know the, the, guaranteed there'll be something great and. Low flesh on Friday, you know, last Friday was was kind of the the first thing that that day where I was like, this is brilliant, you know, I I, I, yeah. I really get this, I, I you know, it's, it's right on my street. Yeah, it's pretty special, and uh, I think they they mention bands like Vow, Iron Monkey, Newfgrush in the uh, description, and that's pretty bang on. And if you're going to throw those names around, you've got to kind of back it up. So yeah, this is amazing. I thought it looks like obviously they're doing it on a, a tape. Uh, for Transylvanian tapes, but um, yeah, you can get a digital version as well. Um, I have to mention at the moment, you can actually get um, all 110 Transylvanian recordings releases for $10.10, which is insane. Um, if you've never like looked at it before, then there's like dozens and dozens of amazing releases and loads I've not heard, so that is worth a punt, definitely. $10, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing. So we're going to play the opening song, which is called Black Blood of the Earth. And you can get this as ever from transylvaniantapes.bandcamp.com.
So another band that we're sort of having turned to the Nine Hearts podcast is the band Lamping, who we I think we first came across them last year and really kind of blew us both away with uh, the debut release. But it looks like they've released one little track from their upcoming second album, uh, Flashjacks, and it's it's brilliant. It's a self-titled song, um, pretty much same vein as as uh, they sort of set out in the new jaws and the the bad boys of comedy releases before but um yeah i just thought this was like even more of the kind of psychedelic blissed out bleached out kind of vibe that they've been going for but like turned up a, a little bit like turn up a notch really exciting band i'd love to see these live yeah i find they ride along this kind of wave which you know they definitely avoid kind of some pitfalls that this music can bring you know they 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 mix that summary easy flow psych like you mentioned and almost I don't want to say kind of college rock but this slacker rock thing you know this it's like a surf skate coolness to them and that can so easily go wrong on either side of it but they 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 don't and it's just you know warming and and summery and nice and chilled and you know like. The fact that we keep going back to them, the fact that we, you know it's the third time we've played them now. The last EP, that New Jaws EP, I still play that routinely. You know, it's it's they're really good, and um, I hadn't even noticed this had come out somehow. I missed this, so I was, I was you know happy to find it, happy you've picked it, and they just kind of they just make you feel happier, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, I think you did a review a long time ago um, of a Torch album, and it sounded like you know the perfect kind of end of summer record and this sounds like they're kind of putting that stake in the ground here is mm. this is what it's going to sound like um so i can't wait to hear the whole thing i mean we've been really impressed with what they're doing so far um so if they're developing that even more it's, it's great i guess it's got like a, a wooden ships vibe like if, if people are looking for reference points but i think they're doing something completely unique here and i love it so yeah um so if you want to hear this um you can get to it uh, via lamping.bandcamp.com and we're going to play this song lamping Some of them eat wicked Let me 
were talking off air about um, Nod, who were going to play a song by Next, and the fact that they've been going since about 2003 or four is mind-blowing. We, we got their demos sent years ago, and they've released you know acclaimed albums since, and I mean, what an amazing band. I mean, they've released this um, almost like an oddities collection, sort of B-sides and um, like live recordings and hard-to-find things that might have been on the odd split on a CDR or, or you know, some obscure label, um, which is great. I love the fact when, when bands do this and, and they bring it all together because these tracks might not have um, much in common sonically, but they they sort of like the thread of them makes sense in, in some way. Um, yeah, so... I didn't even know this was out, Pete, so I'm really glad you picked this. Yeah, it's been kind of coming for a while, and I think it's had a release date pushed back a few times. But, yeah, did like a band that had been around for, you know, for as long as Nine Heights has now, which is, you know, pushing 18 years, I guess. And and like you say, we got those we, we got those demo CDs back in the day, and it's, it's kind of a regret I always have in that kind of... never I, I didn't understand it back then, you know, as I was fully into kind of stoner rock, about, you know, we were in our early 20s, and it didn't fit that mould. But now, you know, you listen to this, you know, some of these songs are from, uh, were only available on MySpace, apparently, which is a, a, a nice blast from the past. And, and to see where they've grown, you know, what they've grown into, they're kind of one of the pillars of the UK underground and um, and known across the world as well. It it is nice to hear you know to go back and listen to these early recordings. You know that this track in particular really floors me. You know it's that repeating, repetitive drone beauty, I guess, and it, it sounds incredible. It kind of reminds me of reminds me more like bands like Bong. You know, you know, obviously because of the music, but all of this release just you know, like you say, different kind of elements in the tracks, whether it's live or 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 different sounds to it, but. It just, even though it's kind of an older recording, I just had to play this because it's a, it's a kind of document of time of this incredible band. Yeah, I mean they've they've gone through several guises as well, really. I mean, at one point they sold all the guitars and and had a sound system, and it was just like a, almost like a free party sort of sound to it because they they are kind of almost like nomadic and. Um, a collective really um, they've never really been like hey we're Nod we're a four piece and we play bass drums guitar and you know a singer it's it's always been quite varied and, and quite strange and they'll, they'll just get into their heads that they want to make a certain sound go and play you know a massive tour of, of um, you know squat venues or something and then come back and do a guitar set say Supersonic or something which I saw a few years ago they're an astonishing band so creative and so full of ideas and um, I know that like the, the individual members have their own projects and their own releases and their own labels and radio shows and all sorts so really cool I'm, I was actually going to pick um, Alex McCart's new uh, record as well um, to go on here but I thought you know Nod and Alex on the same podcast uh, we might save that for another one but um, that he's making kind of um, almost like analog synth stuff, patterned kind of electronic, and I, I love that as well. Um, so yeah, th- this group of people are just amazing, and um, yeah, to sort of get some almost like a snapshot of like different times, like you say, is is amazing. Um, so they've called it "Easy to Build, Hard to Destroy." Uh, you can get it at nod.bandcamp.com, and we're going to play a song called Fifth Sun Chandelant Version."
Rise Next Band, I've kind of lost touch as to how many times we've actually played them on the podcast before. Um, but with good reason. I mean, you know, every every single Bandcamp Friday, there's a new amazing release from Everson Poe, and um, yeah, this is another one. So yeah, multi instrumentalist from Chicago. Um, the music is just so varied and so ambitious. I guess is the word that I kind of can't really. You can't really kind of put a, a sound, a, def, a definitive sound upon what they do. But yeah, this this um, latest release is four cover versions with uh, friends of uh, Everson Poe uh, kind of stepping in on vocals. And yeah, we, we had to play the uh, the Coil uh, cover because I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Coil and, and this one's uh, quite, quite interesting. So it, this is um, a track from the album The Ape of Naples called Triple Sun. And it features an artist we've actually played on the podcast before as well called The Sun Came Up on the Left. And yeah, this this is just brilliant. I mean, it's a pretty faithful cover um, until kind of the end and then they kind of take their own spin on it. And I think they might have actually come up with their own lyrics um, to to add to um, what is quite a sort of stark original. Um, I don't know, you made of this, Pete, and I don't know if you're even a, a fan of Coil, but I, th- I thought this was great. Um, I was, I'm, no, it's, it's not that I don't like them. It's just not really kind of, aware of them and i know it should be uh but it's not necessarily my music and um but this kind of i, I got this straight away you know really kind of felt it and and it does what good cover should do it's like you say you put your own imprint on it you know you don't just want it to sound exactly like the original because what's the point um and also it should kind of get you you know make you hunt out the original to, to kind of uh, a voyage of discovery or even just remembrance you know to kind of revisit and yeah, I played that today. I kind of went and found it today, and all of a sudden, I found myself thinking, "Right, I need to get into Coil more because it, it, this is really, you know the original's really good, and that's not kind of I think I maybe I'd heard heard something more modern, uh, more uh, recent than this. So everything you'd want um, from a cover song, and you know, like a band kind of continuing to impress us all the time, I guess. Yeah, really, really interesting, and I think you know this isn't going to be the last we hear from them this year, I, I presume. So yeah, if you want to hear uh, the rest of this, you can get it at eversonpo.bandcamp.com, but there's um, Gary Newman and Chibway Army cover, there's a Tears for Fears cover and a PJ Harvey one, so we were really spoiled for choice with this, um, but yeah, we did go for the, the Coil one. So yeah, the release is called Enough Enough, and the song's called Triple Sun.
on the podcast we love uh, a band with an amazing aesthetic and, and this next band are no exception to that so pete you found a band called uh, ape vermin and, and they're just brilliant like really sort of sort of really satisfying sounding stone rock it's just great isn't it mm. i think we've got lots of experimental progressive and groundbreaking bands on the podcast this week you know really kind of pushing it out at the seams but i'm glad there's room for kind of good old doom in here and then, to be fair actually the, the, uh, this is quite a progressive uh, doom sludge sound they mentioned bands like sumac and high on fire and even Slabjagger, which is um which is amazing i'm glad Slabjagger are kind of known you know like influencing american bands never mind just kind of uh, you know like populating our, our scene so it's not to say this is kind of simplistic but it's more of the kind of standard doom scene of you know with sound which will you know which will always kind of be the core of nine hertz and and it's it's fantastic i've listened so much this week it's 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 enormous, like these huge riffs that kind of propel skywards, and then you've got like the gruff vocals and and kind of like a depth and a weight to the guitars, which make it kind of sludgier and heavier than than possibly your first impressions would have you think. Yeah, I've listened to this over and over. Like I've kind of been addicted to it the last few days. Yeah, it's got a buzz to it that I kind of can't shake really and I, I really enjoyed it. it i was sort of saying to you off air as well it kind of reminds me of um nine hits favorites bantha rider if you and i think we said if you take away the star wars they're basically a very similar band i'd love to see them on tour together that that would just be a, a perfect you know jigsaw fit it'd be amazing i really really enjoyed this looks to be their third release so if you want to hear this you can head over to apevermin.bandcamp.com the album's called arctic noise and we're going to play the song ancient ruin
So last week's Bandcamp Fee Free Friday bought us amazing amount of surprises, and I was I was really pleased to see another release from Dawn Raid. Completely uh, behind them, like their last album was absolutely amazing. I can't quite believe it's been nearly two years since uh, Behold Sedition Plain Song. I think we played a track off it when it came out, and uh, yeah, me me and uh, me and Pete actually saw them at Damnation. They were absolutely brilliant. Really cool start to the day. What a band, and, and like what a, a statement again. Um, it just looks to be two tracks that kind of are linked. There's uh, Wildfire 1 and 2. 2 is almost like a reworking of 1 with like a folky aspect to it, but we wanted to play the sort of black metal sort of uh, influenced 1 uh, first. I mean, they're famous for sort of being very left-wing and um, sort of having unusual instrumentation. It's kind of like that. Almost like turning um, imagery on its head as, as well. They've almost got like a, a Nordic kind of look, um, you know, kind of an old an old English kind of look to their branding and everything. So, you know, I, I love this band. I thought this track was absolutely brilliant again. Uh, what did you make of it, Pete? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's special. I think it is. I, I like the fact that, we, you know, we seem to go in, in on, full in on the uh, lefty black metal this week, which, you know, which I love, obviously. Um, and, you know, what you were alluding to, I, I completely agree with, you know, the fact that I think you could say, you know, not all anti-fascist black metal is on the kind of weird experimental and not there's anything wrong with that but it isn't all you can still get this um true black metal sound from you know from anti-fascist black metal as well so um and this is a wonderful example of of why they're held in such high regard it's you know it's everything you'd want from that kind of dramatic opening and, and the to the ferocity that follows it, you know they, they sound truly electric yeah I, I completely agree and and like seeing their gigs live uh, has just been a revelation really that the sort of build this atmosphere particularly with the strings and you know just that the folky aspect of it i think that's kind of been hijacked sometimes by the the nsbm idiots over the years and and to sort of reclaim a bit of that is um is really great to hear and i think they did that in spades on the last release and that they're, they're tr- sort of trying to do it a bit more here can't wait to see these guys again i mean i think i've seen them stuck on a name in nottingham twice and They've been absolutely astonishing, like really sort of stops everyone in their tracks. You know, they're playing with, say, grindcore bands who are sort of firing off these, you know, 30 second missives and it's all very effective. But then Dawn Raid just come on and drop everyone's jaws. It's it's, it's amazing stuff. So, yeah, we're going to play the uh, tune Wildfire 1 and you can get this from dawnraid.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
So it's always amazing when you find something that kind of blows your mind completely. And I think we've done this completely uh, with this next band. So a band called Atom from London. I'd never heard of this before. Pete, you've picked this and yeah, it just kind of blew my mind a bit. It's the best elements of like incredibly complex prog combined with the craziness of like grindcore and death metal to create this thing that shouldn't work on paper but it just it just does doesn't it it's got it just yeah. runs all over the place but it's so techy and so full of invention I, I, yeah you can't ignore it yeah and the first thing that should say is heads up to kind of joe from kurakumi he posted this on facebook and said if you're going to buy one thing on bank on friday do this and towards the end of the day and I list to it, and then that's it. That was it. I kind of I list to nothing else uh, for the rest of the day, and and by that I mean this song. I couldn't even get past this song. It was just there's so much to it. There's so it's so complex and so many different elements to it. There's the one you know, like one of the first times I listened through to it is I was kind of like I, I it's about um, I felt like I'd been through so much. I looked down. It's, it's it was only three minutes in, and it's you know it's an eight minute song. You know it sounds melodramatic, but I kind of felt like I needed time to absorb it and I, I, I didn't feel like I could listen to more of it and well to be honest it is melodramatic but still it, it, it's testament to how mind-blowing and ridiculous it is it's you know I bought it kind of there and then this song I kind of you know bank on Friday and then kind of I just listened to it all the next day as well ended up buying the tape so now kind of I bought it twice over just so good it you know like the obvious kind of reference points to me is kind of the, the progressives of the old school death metal you know history you know, obviously kind of latter era death and, and then cynic and atheist and all that type of thing. But also, and, and this is mentioned a lot, if you kind of read the band comments and elsewhere and kind of reviews I've read of this, I've really kind of um, followed up on this because it's just so good. Um, it, it's that mixture of that old school um, death metal, which, you know, like I'm relatively new to death metal and, and I was always kind of surprised at how progressive it was, even in the early days. But also it feels you know, fearlessly bold and modern at the same time. And and in that kind of spirit, I, I feel like, you know, what I think about this is that this is something I would equally have got when I was like 15 and 16 and now. You know, this is both those elements. It just appeals, you're kind of like in a base kind of metal rush, but also that technicality and the, you know, like, you know, it's it's uh, mastered by Colin Marston, you know, like from um, Borguts and... Uh, What's his other band, Mike? Uh, Disrhythmia. Oh, Kral- yeah, is it Kralis as well? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like Gorguts and Kralis. And so all of those elements and, and kind of uh, era spanning. So, you know, for this to be the, what looks like a, like a young London band, it's just, it just ridiculous. I've said that already, but it is. And and then you go through the album and each track has all these elements. There's bits of kind of like uh, weird kind of bass solos and it's just this weird strange um and absolutely joyous uh death metal journey and and so many you know this deserves to be heard like worldwide by anyone who's got any slight interest in kind of death metal because it's that good absolutely it's it's crazy it's brilliant um i love the bass sound as well like it's got such a sort of clear uh identity to it that yeah you just kind of want to shout from the hilltops with this one i mean it makes me almost want to grab people who are into kind of you know, the, the really sort of, I don't know, the nerdish end of, of prog as well, you know, like Dream Theatre or um, bands like that and just go, look, this is what can be done with that kind of technicality to make it interesting and threatening and, and you know, schizophrenic rather than how fast you can play the drums or 
Yeah. You know, how many how many notes you can hit. Nothing wrong with Dream Theater, you know, they, they are brilliant mm. at what they do, but um yeah, this is this is kind of a bit more engaging, isn't it? Um you know, that's 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 stating the bloody obvious. Um <laughs> so yeah, if you want to hear this, um, if you want to grab the tape, I'm sure they're going quite fast. Uh, you can get this at atom.bandcamp.com. Atom's spelt A-T-V-M. And we're going to play the opening track from this, which is Sanguinary Floating Orb. Thank you. 